This podcast contains content warnings such as off-screen child death, minor descriptions of gore, death, drinking, and violence. Your discretion is advised. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, Matt just intentionally oh, no. knocked the tower down. <laughs> Massive moment. A heroic sacrifice has been done. Um uh Stanley Jenkins is, will will die in this scene. I'm going to have you narrate it in a second, Matt. Um uh Manny and Max, Dr. Jesper Miller and um Polly uh are getting out of this you guys don't have to pull for this okay that counts you you get away with some stuff um the things you want we can describe those later but okay first before we get into that i need to describe what your heroic sacrifice looks like uh it is three parts first one is stomping the basically the trunk button so you guys have easy access straight out the back Mm, yep second part is yelling go 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 the third part is the action. I've got a snub nose, like five shot police revolver that mm-hmm. I start just, I start shooting every every so often through the windshield because mm-hmm. what else am I going to do at this point? Yeah. As soon as I see y'all are clear, I reach below my seat and yank the line out of the nos. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <That's> the nos <laughs> line. <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Then I reach back and grab one of the flare guns. Yeah. I was going to do this exact same thing. And so I shoot it down. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So you shoot the flare gun down into the monster? No. You, into you the shoot gas. Into the, into the NOS. You're blowing up the truck. Okay. With you in it. I understand. I thought you were throwing the NOS down, the, down into the monster and shooting it. Okay. So there's a huge explosion. Um, the pair of you... Uh, you hear go go go. You scramble out. You're grabbing a couple things on the way, uh, probably a, you know a handful each, whatever that looks like, and um, land on the vine covered ground and start scrambling for the nearest cover. Uh, it's a um, I'm going to say the laundromat because um, you are on Main Street. The you you kick open the door. You end up in an incredibly dusty, grimy, old laundromat that smells like cobwebs and linen. And you look behind you expecting to see Stanley Jenkins, and then the truck explodes. The mouth of the monster is blown open. It looks like a, a prank cigar, if y'all are familiar with what that looks like. Mm. Just sort of flared open. It stumbles around... It bellows in a way that rattles the glass in every building that still has glass in it. Then it does basically a barrel roll and sprints away. Away from us. Away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving a smoking half-eaten wreckage as well as like huge pieces of shredded monster parts. And mm. I'm going to have us pause here while we rebuild the tower and um, see where things are. All right. Sounds good. So, yes, uh, the monster has left. The truck is destroyed. I have a thing I need to, I 
want the listeners to be able to hear in the yes. moment. Um, because, yes, I specifically chose to push down the tower. Um, this was not because I wanted out of the game. This was for three reasons. Um, one, uh, as Manny referenced earlier, we were we were assholes. We took the two bottom, we took the two framing yeah. pieces out of the bottom row of the tower mm-hmm. because I forgot we were playing cooperative Jenga <laughs> and not competitive Jenga. Um, and I just wanted to show off, honestly. <laughs> um, so the second reason is I misheard, I, mer- I misheard Tim as he was describing the monster. So I was picturing something taller that I could take that I could take the legs out on with the truck. So was I. So I, I, I apologize for that. I should no, describe the thing. I'm blaming it myself on this one because I also miscounted how high ten feet is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, this thing is not ten feet total. It's ten feet high and probably like sixty feet long. Yeah, and I took I took that to mean it was ten feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. that was my mistake. You specifically said ten feet at the shoulder. And I meant, I, for some reason, thought that meant, oh, so its belly is 10 feet up, and I can just take out the legs and go under it. Mm. Like, we'll cartoon this shit if I pull enough bricks. <laughs> Amazing. So that was my initial thought. Um, the final reason I knocked the tower down is I am not good at Jenga. I am too jittery, <laughs> and I don't want to ruin the game for the others. So this was the proper moment for Stanley to go out. Okay. Got it. So, uh, kicked open the door to the laundromat, um, and you guys look back as this monster, uh, rolls away and retreats. Um, yeah, it sort of like, uh, rolls over onto another set of legs and speeds off into the distance. Um, you guys are left alone in the laundromat. What do you want to do? What things did you bring with you? I grabbed the machete and um, I had the flare gun in my back pocket mm-hmm. in like my shorts. So I probably would have been only only been able to grab the machete because I had the shotgun in one hand. Right. So you have the machete, a shotgun, and the flare, flare gun? Flare. Okay. All of them? Okay. Yeah. I assume I that only have one flare in the flare gun. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I've never shot a flare gun, so I don't know mm-hmm. if they can accommodate more than one flare. Uh, there are flare guns that accommodate more than one. This is definitely not one of them. I didn't I don't think it would be. This I don't, is I don't one of the plastic survivalist guns. The yeah. gun itself is the cartridge. Okay. Yeah. That was the that was the vision I had as I was Got painting it. the interior of my truck. They have right. like navy ones that have just like a absolute six shooter looking barrel of them. But uh, it's like Hellboy's pistol. Yeah, mm-hmm. that ain't this. Mm. Yeah, I um. Upon seeing this start to happen through the attache case out the passenger window. Okay. And then scooped it as I ran. So I have the attache case, which has in it the original pond samples, the the additional sample from the tap water in the bathtub, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, lingering scraps and remnants of the algae and and plant matter that was in the tub. Right. So you, you, you have the attachment. Oh, I also have a box of leather glo- uh, vinyl gloves okay. and other MISC scientific equipment in there. Cool. Um, yeah. Tests yeah. and more vials and this and that and the other thing. All right. So um, <clears throat> dust floating in the air, sunbeams from the overall fairly overcast day lighting up in the dust. Um, what do you do? Where are you going? How far away is the pond? 
from here? Can we get there on foot? Uh, yeah, uh, we can get there on foot uh, as long as there's not more of those things. Do you have a car around here? It's back at the motel. The motel's only a couple blocks away at this point. If, if you want to head back and grab the car. Yeah, it's a rental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, Polly. There's something else I gotta tell you. Um, the laundromat doesn't feel like the right place to do it, but... <sighs> ANPC is a monster. Here. I know it. Everyone knows it. I've been trying to blow the whistle in New York for months. And they've got a hold on me. They know I'm the only person there for my son. And uh, they've been trying to shut me up. And I think they sent me here to collect these samples as part of a hush job. I think... <laughs> look around. I think we both know who is responsible for this. You mean just whistling Dixie. Is your son in town? No, no, he's back home in the city. Well, that's good. I can't reach him. I tried to call him. I, 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 I think this is just here. I think this is just here. Have we seen any other people as we've been driving through town no. or anything? Hmm. I am concerned that the three of us are the only people we've seen. Yeah. So what was different about us? Right. I mean, this is a one-stoplight kind of town, but there ought to be at least a few people at the, at the you know, corner store. or well, At the bars, at for the sure. At the bar or at church or something. Yeah. Should we look at the bar first? Yeah. And maybe more weapons there. You're more proficient Definitely than another I am. shotgun there. Yeah. All right, let's let's check out one of the bars. Okay. And I want to look around the laundromat and see is there anything I could grab here that would be like um like a shield. Like maybe taking the door off of a washing <laughs> machine or something. Oh, so I am a city boy, so I don't know anything about weapons or anything. I'm just going to grab stuff to try and protect myself. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of super easy ways of uh, making weapons out of a old laundromat. The laundry machines are like rusty and old. The, the countertops were um, like a layer of, of laminate over plywood that is like peeling back and dusty and grimy um you might be able to take a two by four if you kick a table apart or you know what i bet they have in here is huh. a hat rack a coat rack hat rack kind of situation. i'll allow that yeah i, I like, bet i could take that and like sling it over my shoulder yeah and, sure you know imagine it might just, give just me a, a steel tube with some spikes on the end basically yeah sure. to give me a little leverage if i am trying to run away from can it. i grab a roll of quarters oh that's um, a good idea the there is a coin there there is a coin operated like laundry detergent machine mm -hmm. and there is a, a completely dust covered like change machine um if you want to take the time to break it apart to get into it 
or find a way to get power back on the building so you could then operate it and put in a fiver you might get a mm. handful of loose quarters okay i don't think there's going to be just stacks of uh a 25 dollars worth of quarters nah it's not worth it i just thought it'd be really cool to put a roll of quarters into the shotgun <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, watch Demolition Ranch. You can see uh, yeah, what exactly. Happens. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, let's let's check out this bar. I could use a drink. <sighs> Mama always said, if you see a man burned alive in his car, you need a shot of whiskey. Let's go. <laughs> Do you want to go to uh, my I'm, my my brain's getting tired? I'm just going to default. Do you want to go to DJs or friends? <sighs> Uh, whichever one's closer. Uh, you're closer to DJs. Yeah, just DJs then. Okay. Yeah. Um, DJs, the uh, less expensive bar in town. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, um, the 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 building covered with uh, kudzu vines, like every other building. Um, you find the door by kind of pulling some of them away to the point where you find where the door is. You rip the door open. Um. I'm going to have you pull a brick to get this door open properly. Though. Whichever okay. one of you wants to. I, Polly is going to try to muscle the door open. Mandy is pulling a brick from the middle. It comes out easily. Nice. And it's stacked on top. Great. This tower is a lot less uh, precarious than the one that I stacked. That's okay. Well, <laughs> for now, for, for now, now. Um, you reason rip- three point B. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door. Um, inside is a mostly empty bar, um, a small bar uh, going halfway across the room. A series of benches. Um, the the bar is probably like uh, fifteen feet from end to end. And then another like five feet behind the bar, so probably a twenty foot long room. It's fairly deep, it's like as long as the the rest of the building is is a long room. Um and there's like a few tables set up. Uh you see uh one figure in the back of the bar, behind the bar, um, slowly walking uh into the back room. Um it's dark in here, the the only lights are the um ever present neons bud light signs and uh, miller high life logos on the walls a figure did it look like a plant person or did it look like a human person um it i it's sort of hard to tell sort of silhouetted as it is cool um it's either a plant person or it's a person with a mullet based on the kind of stuff you saw, saw coming off the back but based on how shaken you are, your brain's assuming a plant person. All right, let's tread carefully. Um, but first, and I take <clears throat> a bottle of whiskey and I pour two shots for both of us. And I cheers, throw yes. it back. Um, and then I, do I still have like my backpacker or the duffel bag? Can we say that I grab that or... No. Okay. I'm say no. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Um, S- something I was thinking about doing would be um, there are undoubtedly bottles of liquor 
here and probably rags. That's where I was going. I just and don't have a way to carry I'm them. I'm looking for thing. matchbooks. Uh-huh. And I think I want to start assembling Molotovs. Molotovs. Yeah, um, I think that's a great idea. I also think you should pull a brick for it. Great. Yeah. Right. I don't I asked, have a case other than the attache case, and I don't think handles are gonna fit. No, definitely very not well in there. So maybe I don't know. Maybe we each take one, put it in a pocket or something. I do have cargo shorts, or find a, <laughs> a find a plastic bag or something that's yeah. like loose in the bar that we could take. Yeah. Ooh, uh-huh. the whole the whole tower just it was wobbled. Really a disaster yeah. Post. I feel like if we ever do a Jenga-based game again, we need to get lavaliers. <laughs> Lava- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's probably a great idea. All right, we have a, a narrow success. Excellent. So uh, you go behind the bar, you take a series of uh, bottles of the highest proofs you can grab. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, you find you find a couple. They have Everclear, right? They got, they got a little Everclear. All right. Small time Midwestern bar, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 this is uh, what what I say, Mich- Michigan. Yeah, got 151 at the minimum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. You you grab the Everclear. You got the 151. The, the, there's uh, some uh, hi- Smirnoff hi- birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, you find some bar rags, and you find a, a, a series of thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you plastic bags. Um, so you're able and to, matches and matches you find a, find a small book of matches Great. They, they, there's a little rack of like four or five of them Great. clearly they don't go through a lot of these they don't have them stacked up most folks carry lighters these days but it's a bar they're gonna have some matches Great. yeah i think we yeah make up a couple cocktails throw them in a bag and then i would like to you hear footsteps behind you Hang the bag on your coat rack, and I will now cock the shotgun. Okay, <laughs> nice. pop out that shell. Empty shell comes out. Um, <laughs> Great. And uh, I was like, "Should we?" Yeah. The, the right. figure steps out from behind the, the door, the back room that it was in. It is absolutely a plant creature. It hasn't yet seen you. It seems to be facing forward. And it's sort of shambling forward. What do you do? Did it like open the door or just like push the door open? The door was, it, it, this is just an open doorway. This is the okay. like empty doorway that goes in and out of the back of the kitchen. Okay, kind of so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, is it heading into the bar? Um, uh, so the, <clears throat> I, I, I was, I've moved you guys in my head behind the bar. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'd make, have to be to get yeah. all the bottles. Yeah. Um, so you guys are back there. This, that, uh, the the plant creature is walking from behind the bar, um, crossing the T of the bar to go into the main room of the bar. Okay. So if you guys um, just like let it do that, it will be in the bar, um, like customer area, and you'll still be behind the bar. Okay. I want to see something. Okay. Slide your attaché case over here. Mm-hmm. And I take it, and I want to take... Um, one of the vials out that I know has like the algae and stuff in it that like grew overnight. Yeah. And I want to say, uh, I'll look at you and I say, stay below the bar. And I, okay. I want to chuck it at the, um, the plant creature, uh, okay. with the intent to like break on the, fr- the plant creature to see if there's any sort of reaction between it and like the algae. Okay. Great. 
you throw the uh, test tube. Oh, and then I'll duck down behind the bar. <laughs> I have my phone out. I'm filming this. Okay. Just above. <laughs> Your hand up over the bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you throw the... Um, I should have you pull a brick for this. I was like, I really? Was You're say... not going to make me pull a brick? You're so oh nice, Tim. I... I my, my, like I've, I've got an idea of what happens in my head if you succeed, which is my constant run, um, because I don't plan for you to die. If that makes sense to me, that was a, the easiest pull we've had all night. Yeah, it was <laughs> perfect uh, aim. Well, thank oh, you. I just bumped the table like a bastard. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess I my character. Uh, maybe dies? you do want to murder us. Um, so, no, no, my character would die. So I guess the all the, of game all, the, the plants die and we just go back to our normal lives. Hologram, yeah. uh, exterior walls fall uh-huh. away, yeah, yeah. and it's the Truman Show. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you grab the the small file. A cell phone is recording, and you uh, throw it at the plant monster that's currently facing away from you, and then you immediately duck. Um, you hear it uh, go clink, tink, 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 tink. Um, it didn't shatter on the plant monster. Son of a bitch. Um, the plant monster whirls around and screams. And then stops and doesn't start again. Do we hear any movement like coming towards us? Yes. Or coming? Okay. Does it sound like the big four thump, thump, thumps? You, you hear a, a slow plodding okay. closer. Clearly the plant monster moving the bar. And as you strain your ears, you can hear a, a four by four thump, 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 thump. All right. We should make ourselves scarce. <laughs> Do you want to try and double your luck with that aim? And I hand you a cocktail. Hell yeah. And I'll strike up a cocktail. Um, I want to come. I actually want to come up. Uh, so I've never thrown a Molotov cocktail, so I don't know how much time I have. But for um, legal reasons, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I will come around the bar because, like, I'm remembering that the one that I saw before didn't move attack. attack. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get like as close as I did before, about ten feet. Mm-hmm. Does it make any movement so towards me? Uh, you, you, you're basically standing up and walking over, kind of towards it. Yeah. Um, it stands where it is and screams at you, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, move, move. It doesn't move to attack you. It just I keeps say, screaming. Wait, 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 hold, hold your fire. Right. Uh, and I think I would have handed you the shotgun and be like, watch my back. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a terrible idea, but you know, <laughs> um, Send towards bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Polly, takes the hand that is not holding the Molotov cocktail and I'm going to try to pull the kudzu from what I assume to be the face. Okay, you're getting close enough to touch it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to need you to pull a brick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Manny's fingers briefly slipped from the grasp <laughs> of that brick <laughs> as it was midway out of the tower. It's right. now got kind of a, a jaunty slant. It does have a little jaunty slant. <laughs> That's great. I love a jaunty slant on a Jenga tower. So you reach up to try to pull vines off its face. Mm-hmm. You grab a handful of vines and sort of like kind of wiggle them around to try to see if any of them will give. 
uh, yeah, they, they do. Some of them sort of come off in your hand. Um, and then you find that as you drop them to try to grab more, they're still holding on to you. <gasps> the the vines are hold the ones that I pull are holding on to me. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh And I see this. Fuck. Uh-huh. Get back from there. Get back from there. Uh can I How strong are they holding me? Like can I like pull my hand out? Um I'm going to need you to pull a brick. Oh, okay. my God. So, Jesus. wait, is Polly's hand, like, on the face, or has uh, Polly been able to pull away? Uh, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're like, s- maybe, a ha- like, a hand's breadth away. Like, okay. you're, you're going for, for, like, a grab and pull on a grab and pull, and on, on, on the grab and then pull. The vines came The, the vines me. are coming with you in a okay. way that you realize is not just them. They're, 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 they're like, kind of, re- like, kind of yeah. wrapping around your fingers. Okay. But not just sticky. Can, yeah. can, a, can I feel them moving on my hand? Just, just ever just so slowly. Barely. Okay. Yeah. There's a Ryan Reynolds space movie with an amoeba <laughs> alien that I'm thinking of right now. And that scene is exactly what's happening and terrifies me. Oh, man. Nice. All right, the brick is pulled. It's being uh-huh. placed on the tower. All right, you you pull away, realizing that it's grabbing you. You like use your body weight to step back and pull, rip your hand away. Um, a bunch of these vines snap off and are connecting to. Some of them are still attached to the creature. Some of them are on your hand. I'll go ahead and do this for you. You rip them off quickly. You put the the Molotov cocktail down for a second. Rip them off your hand. They don't. They haven't like bored into you or anything. Okay. Um, they're coming off of your hand. Okay. But you could tell that if you stayed there too long, this thing might have like really got you. Okay. Did I see anything um, like like a face when I pulled it away? No. It would like. What, was there just more vines underneath? I couldn't like clear enough away to see what was underneath, or it, is it as like... you as you reached in, you felt something solid under there? Mm-hmm. Um, but you you can't remove enough vines to see a human face under there. Okay. Well, we need to go. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. There's, uh, there's more four by four thumping noises. These are loud enough that it's probably just outside. Let's go. Let's go out the back, out the back, out the back. Um, the back room it was coming from, was it coming? It, it, do we get the sense that it, that door like led underground or led like out a back door. Uh, it led back into the kitchen, but okay. you can see daylight okay. through, through the green tint of vines. So you think that you could, that there's probably a back door. As, okay. I'll also go ahead and tell you uh, there is a back door as you, okay. so, as you okay. head through there and you find the back door, um, you force it open. Um, and you see a long green brownish tail sort of snaking across the uh, kudzu vines on the ground. This creature is going to the front of the building. Okay. Towards where the sounds yeah. that we made were. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let, let, let's book it. We're only a few blocks, blocks away from mm-hmm. the hotel. Back to your car. Back to your yep, car. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, do we need to do any sort of shenanigans to, like, 
can we get around or over the tail without alerting this thing? That's what I was thinking. Are we going to have to, like... If you guys just hesitate at the door a little longer, it'll keep going and you can go around it. This this, this fella is not encompassing the building. Got it. Yeah, I think Polly does the soccer mom thing and, like, throws out an arm to stop (laughs) Uh you. Um, I do want to say that I did pick up the the Molotov and the the, um, shotgun. So you have shotgun, machete... Molotov. Cocktails. I think I probably gave you the machete because I have okay. my knife. Okay, you have a knife, shotgun, Molotovs. I have shotgun, coat rack, Molotovs, <laughs> and attache case thumping around with samples. Uh-huh. How I'm holding all of this is starting No, I think you're hanging stuff belief. on the coat rack. Oh, yeah, and then hanging it like a bindle over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just figured that uh, <laughs> Dr. J was wearing uh, black jodhpurs with gold buttons on him oh, oh my god no. rush three wood <laughs> oh no um yeah uh right. so we we book it uh so you're, you're no. going to head around the back um down a couple blocks and then uh over a couple blocks to get to the motel yeah um how stealthy are you being i mean very right i think like i don't I don't think Polly would because she's noticing that like these things don't move very fast. So I think, I think she's trying to get there as quick as possible. And she's more concerned about what, like where the people are. Mm. Like I'm assuming there are these things, but still yet we've only seen two of these plant people in the entire town and polar brick. Huh? The plant people. Yeah. It's interesting. I think I'd go the other way. Like the plant people are not moving very fast, but the freaky, the thing style monster that attacked the car, the truck seemed to move aggressively fast. And I don't want to run into one of those, but I think if you're going fast, I would try and keep up with you. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get left alone here. Okay. She was a track star in in high school. (laughs) So she's just like, pull the brick. Um, You start doing a quick jog. Uh, keeping your feet high because uh, the ground is not great for running on. It's covered in vines. Um, and the pair of you uh, make it a couple blocks down and you are to the hotel. A car covered in vines is in sight. Mm-hmm. You recognize the shape of your car, which is a Toyota Camry. Hell yeah. You right. recognize the the most boring shape car possible. <laughs> uh, start stripping off vines um and i think that you hey, I, i'm not gonna have you pull over to that i think you, you you've uncovered the car and you have a engine to start Great. what cool. do you do uh is there anything on the radio or is it that same static uh it's it's uh oh the radio is different than a tv um those are different mechanics so. well i think in um stanley's car Oh no! Well, maybe we, didn't try we didn't try the radio. We didn't try the radio in the car. Yeah, um, you you try the radio. There is an emergency message on a, a bunch of the ch- uh, the AM channels and on a couple of the FM channels. That is the scariest sound. Yeah, like radio uh-huh. like public TV emergency broadcast shit. The oh like beady. <sighs> Oh my god! Ah, you're scaring me, Tim. Um, okay, so but like we're it, not getting an actual message. You, there is a message. Okay, it's cool. telling people in this area to uh, go south, 
to the next town over, there is emergency services there. Should we? Where's where's the where's the pond in relationship to the town south of here? Is it on the way? I is out of game. Yes, I assume it's like yes. Oh, it's on the way south. Yeah. So okay. the the pond the pond is like there's a river running north south. Mm-hmm. The pond is south of the town by a little bit. Okay, and then the next town is further south than that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's on the way. Um. I'm of two minds on this, Polly. On the one hand, I feel like if we go to the pond where the samples are from, it's possible we could find some evidence of what created this. But we have a handful of weapons between us, certainly nothing that could take down many of these monsters, let alone one big one. And I have limited scientific equipment with me. It's not like I could take you know, dredge floor samples from the bottom of the pond or anything like that with what I've got on me. But if we survive this thing and we get out of here on time or, you know, alive, we could get to the next town and we could tell everybody what AMPC did. Here's what I'm concerned about. If, mm, okay, I'm not, I'm not a scientist, but, um, the pond is south of us and the next town is southern, south as well, then this happened in a matter of hours here. Yeah, yeah. Working against the flow of the river. So yeah. if it gets into the water supply, what does that mean for the next town? And then the next town and then the next town. So do we warn the people or do we try to take out the source mm. and are either too late mm. should we just run maybe we do both head south as fast as possible go by the pond see what we see if it looks like something we can do something about we can do that yeah. otherwise head out and try to contact emergency services and yeah. and the okay. president and let's book it <laughs> so i'm gonna have you each pull a brick to get to the pond you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. I feel like I've pulled a lot, but I don't know if that's I've, I've, helping I've, you. I've, I've been making you pull a lot. <laughs> yeah. You, you're I just doing don't a lot of risky that's... actions yeah. in a row, which, which accounts to pulling more often than not. Yeah. I just don't know if that helps Max out <laughs> or not because I there's, uh, there's a lot of holes in this here tower. Ooh. Oh, the tower rot- rotated slightly. Max is looking for a good angle. Oh, Max has yeah, found a weak yeah. brick. We're in luck. Ooh, the she rocking. <laughs> okay, the tower is free. Okay, Max has pulled the brick. Manny, it's time for yours. Oh right, I've <laughs> Yes. I do think that uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Jasper Miller would know roughly the water table uh-huh. and like the flow of water in the area. And I think probably like while we're going there, I think he's validating like, yeah, the town to the south is on the same water table as we are. Uh-huh. Okay. Two successes. Yeah. You arrive at the pond. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all yeah. have to point out this thing is standing on what looks one. to my angle. Three points where it's one brick on each layer, <laughs> and it's about to be four if I've seen this right for the next poll. Yep. It's not great, Matt. It's not yeah. great. We're not in a good set here. Yeah, but I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you are um, on our way. I pour out one for uh, Stanley. <laughs> pour forty for Stanley out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you uh, start the engine. You hear some thumping noises, and you floor it. Um, the pair of you drive out of town. Um, driving over the vines, uh, corners are surprisingly slick as, um, the vines are not great traction. The, the ride is bumpy. Um, and eventually you make it to the pond. Um, the pond is, is like everything else in this area, every tree, every telephone pole completely covered in kudzu vines Um, the pond. However, is not. It is still green, though. This entire pond is a thick layer of sludge. The same pond slime that you found in the bathtub is covering the entire pond. Do we see any plant people? You do not. You saw a couple on the drive over. Um, they sort of turned and screamed as you were in town. But the, the ten minutes it takes to drive out of town, you then didn't see anyone outside of the town. And we haven't seen any of the freaky multi-leg no. monster versions either you, you haven't you haven't seen it since the uh bar okay okay is there kudzu so how far you said the 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 pond is covered in algae but there is no kudzu there how f- close is the nearest kudzu uh, the the edge of the water okay like it looks like it basically like surrounded the pond and then the pond algae like it is like the whole thing you only know that the pond is there because you knew where it was okay and because the vine because the texture of the vines is different they're both okay. the same color green right hmm. Just that, that vi- vibrant spring plant green yeah yeah, if you if y'all haven't looked at pictures of kudzu plants attacking villages or whatever, yeah. look it up. It's, it's scary. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I might regret this, but I want to. Yeah, I think Polly would do it. Uh, she's going to like touch the algae and like with gloves on or your bare hands oh i forgot we had gloves yeah i'm gonna like put a, put some gloves on and like try to pull some of the algae out of the water to see i guess if it's just sitting on the surface or if it like goes deeper or something like that because the we know they're connected in yeah. some way yeah. but like i don't think they're physically connected because right. it's because they're too di- it's like water versus yeah. Water. So the, yeah. there, there is a there's a very thick layer of this algae pond slime, probably like a inch thick, maybe. But under it is water. Okay. And it appears to be just normal pond water. It's not, it's not like thick all the way down. This appears to be normal water. Hmm. You you so it hasn't gotten into the water yet. Just kind of sitting on top. Hmm. Can I strike a match and see if what I have in my hand burns? I was yeah, thinking about like that. the algae. Um, um, it, it, it doesn't really burn. Yeah. It doesn't light up like a, uh, a torch or something. It's not like a something. Lake Erie situation. Nope. 
It doesn't light on fire. <laughs> if I if I pour alcohol on it and then light it, does that does that do anything? It, it burns off the alcohol. Um, the the plant gets singed a bit. Mm. It, as far as you can tell, based on everything that you've done, like experimenting with lighting matches at pond slime, um, that this behaves like normal pond slime. Yeah, it's just wet sludge. It's not yeah. Well, now I'm wondering if there's something in the pond. It certainly seemed like the samples we took from the pond at least had the same stuff or was was made out of the same stuff or created whatever the stuff is in the town. Is Are one of y'all going to jump into the pond? I was going to see not. if there was like a rowboat. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's a rowboat. You want to go sailing? A, a vine-covered rowboat. Oh, this place has been condemned for a few years, at least, you guys said, right? Well, the, the house has, probably but... probably all rotted. Well, one way to find out, and I start oh pulling vines God, off okay. the boat. Okay, As okay. far as you can tell, it seems to be in decent shape. As much as a rowboat that's sitting in the sun can. Like, it's not rotted, um, but it, it's pretty rough. Take another nip of whiskey from my Molotov cocktail. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I push I'm the boat with, I'm in not going to get left yeah. alone here. All right, the pair of yeah. you hop into a boat and row out into the middle of this lake pond. It's not very big, but um, what do you do once you're out there? Uh, I didn't think this far ahead. Um... I would love one of y'all to jump. I, think, I'm, to be uh, honest, I think it's the best idea that, that we've got. We, so oh much. no, wait a minute! Oh, I take idea. my long coat rack, which we established <laughs> was a long stick uh-huh. tube, and I take all the bullshit that I have hanging off of it and set it down in the boat. Mm-hmm. And I say, "Okay, grab on," and I kind of reach my hand out to balance myself, and I lean out from the rowboat, and I'm. Pull, pushing the coat rack down into the water. And my uh-huh. thinking is if this is going to have some effect on physical objects, mm-hmm. that it will start acting on the coat rack. Or if there actually is something under there, like it a device a- or something like that, it will it will be able to find it. Okay. Now the pond might be too deep. We'll just have to see. I would like you to pull a brick. All right, I'm going in. This is going to be rough, y'all. the highest legal row and max is pulling out the middle one <laughs> all right oh, we're on boy. Top. that is that's a holy tower that is five completed rows above the starting point and uh two of those were from resetting the tension of the tower yes so I mean, anytime a character been... dies you uh replace the tower with um, the number of players times three removed bricks before you start. And you, right. you you basically play Jenga for six rounds until... But that's, that's what we did. Um, okay, so you take your coat rack, you stabilize and push under the water, and then start sweeping Yeah, I'm around. just swizzling the coat rack around in there, trying to basically dredge as much yeah. of the floor of the pond um, as possible to see what it does. Would this it, it, be a bad time to tell you about Chappie the Pond Monster? <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of local legend, but, uh, you know, it's been rattling around in my noodle ever since we woke up. This Probably a bad time to mention that it. That would have been you, good to mention earlier, Polly. Thank you. Um, 
when uh when Polly says this might be a bad time to mention it <laughs> while you had previously been sweeping the lake a little bit that's when you feel something clunk the coat rack through most of this pond you've found basically nothing it's it's not very deep probably six to ten feet at any given point and the the surface the the, the floor is very muddy uh, occasionally you bump what feels like a rotted log um, but you can kind of tell the difference between a piece of wood yeah. and the thing that you just hit which is clearly metal okay or perhaps glass I'm gonna like move my coat rack around a little bit around the perimeter of it to try to uh-huh. get a beat on how big it is um yeah like ba- are we talking ba- a small box or are we talking like a coffin like what small box is probably closer in shape um it's kind of hard to tell coat rack dimensions it's either like uh one foot by one foot to maybe four foot by four foot based yeah. on how much angle you've got on your yeah. coat rack mm-hmm. um but a couple points on it with the coat rack you feel that you occasionally like get a little stuck on it um, you think that with the right leverage, you might be able to angle this thing out of the water. Yeah. Can I, can I, I think I'll help. And yeah. like, can we like situate it into the, the ore well and like use that as oh, a, a, a lever? Idea. Oh yeah. yeah. Using yeah. one of the oars to like, so, yeah. Fulcrum? One of you is going to do the, the bulk of this work and I need you to pull from it. Who would that be? <laughs> I think I know best where it is. Yeah. I have the coat rack. Yeah. Angled, so, so probably me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I can like stabilize in like. Yeah. I don't think anyone. End. I don't think either one of us is stronger than the other. No, not really. God, why does it have to be me again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you basically volunteered. <laughs> I know. This is my idea. <laughs> we're good the brick fell Woo! fell because there was uh there wasn't only, a brick on the other side there wasn't no. a brick on the other side to hold it up so it's no, it, it tilted it, it down and fell but i got it and it's on yeah, the top yeah okay <laughs> so you managed to so the coat has a series of uh like upwards pointing hooks as well as a series of like curved hooks for coats versus hats kind of yeah. thing yeah 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 and you managed to hook one of those more curved ones onto this object somehow. And you pull on it, and for a second it slips. And you're like, ooh, I lost it. And then as you lift it up, it goes, no, 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 we still have it. It was just eventually, after straining and pulling and levering and the, the boat's rocking and there's like pond scum making weird waves, eventually this object breaks the surface. It's completely covered in scum. You pulled it through an area that you had not yet disturbed. Um, because of angles and it's a it's a box in shape it's probably i'm holding my hands up it's probably like a foot and a half long by maybe seven inches tall by seven inches wide um and it's got like poles across four pieces of it and handles on either side um and you bring it into the boat wiping muck off of it with your gloved hands um this object has a pair of uh cylinder uh half spheres that have been pulled away from each other by about four inches in the center and you see the logo that reads 
A-N-P-C. So it's a, it's a, uh, I'm visualizing, let me see if this is right, mm-hmm. a cube that has no walls. It's just the shape of a cube yeah, it's, it's, with it's a, like a, 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 what ought to be a sphere in it, uh-huh. but the sphere is open. The sphere has a, like a, a pole on either side that have clearly retracted to pull the sphere apart. Okay. Uh, the sphere is like hollow on the inside. Um, and the outside of the structure has like bars across it to give it its shape. Got it. They left something here, left something they weren't supposed to leave. I think we should take this and get to the authorities as soon as possible. I think you're right. I, mm. DM question or game runner question. Uh-huh. Tim, I have a question for you. <laughs> um, the <laughs> monster, um, did, did it look like it was made of the same sort of like plant matter that the plant people were made of? Or is it more like animalian? If that makes mm. sense. Like, it was it to be similar plant matter? Okay. Mm. Hmm. And how big is the sphere? Um, probably a, a size of a grapefruit. Four, yeah. Well, size of a grapefruit. Okay. Huh. I have a theory, but I don't really want to test it. What's your theory? <laughs> I think that a big son of a bitch used to be a much smaller son of a bitch. Mm. You think whatever they left here got out broke somehow, got out and made things bigger, stronger, more. Yes. Harder, better, faster, star. Cut that part out. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yes. (laughs) I might. So you have a weird piece of evidence. Mm -hmm. A bucket full of Molotov cocktails. And a town to get to. Mm -hmm. Are you all leaving? Yeah, I think so. On our way back, can I put some kudzu in there and try to close the the sphere around it? Um... It appears to be a electrically oh, okay, um, so it powered like a, device okay. that probably has already been activated. It's not. You can feel that there's some give if you try to like push them together. Okay, but it's definitely not easy. This this thing this the, the solenoid that made this thing open has already been fired. Okay. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Let's book it. Yeah. Well, we're on the way back. Knowing that this is an ANPC device, uh-huh. do I recognize, you know, maybe in the car as we're leaving, able to look at it more? Do I have an understanding of maybe what it was supposed to be or, or who made it? Does it have like a label, like a testing device or um, something? You, you, you recognize the logo. Um, you recognize some like basic information that you would put on a device of like, some like you know power button indicators and like various lights that would indicate what stage of this process it's in as far as like a uh, signature name sort of like identifier of exactly what this object is you would probably have to study it a bit longer to figure out exactly what you think that you know enough that you would might that you might be able to solve it but not not in a car yeah yeah skidding over kudzu vines um, does it look like it was damaged at all, or does it look like it pristine? Pristine. Okay. Other than grimy. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as you're driving, heading south, um, sliding on the vines, trying to keep the car on the road, um, 
you hear four by four rhythmic thunks and you check the rear view mirror and covering the entire two lane road Mm-mm. is this creature it's following you oh it's been following us from town it's been following you from town oh my god it was as you got on once you noticed it you noticed it wasn't going super fast when you started to accelerate it started to accelerate this thing is matching pace and slowly catching up i'm immediately throwing a molotov lit molotov cocktail out the window i love Mm -hmm. it i need you yes okay here we go this is much like my real life aim would be. Also, the Jenga tower has like a red fuzz on it. That's making that off. <laughs> Can you pull that off? No. No. It's like stuck in there. Oh no. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. From the angle I'm at, I cannot see it. This, this is a very it's like risky right tower here. Hmm. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That is now four points where the, <sighs> the tower is at one brick. Per it level. is totally. This is Swiss cheese. The worst part, y'all, it's they're alternated. Yeah. No, I know, right? So it goes one way, then the, the 90 degrees, the 90 degrees, the 90 degrees for each time it's one brick. Uh huh. Yeah, this is a rough tower. It's um, pretty bad. But the, the brick was pulled. It was a success. Um, okay. So you throw a Molotov cocktail. Um, out the window you uh take a book of matches light one match it blows out immediately you light a second match it blows out immediately you light the third match it stays you light the Molotov cocktail you uh grab hold of the jc bar uh lean out the window y'all y'all know the jesus christ bar yeah yeah, yeah. oh shit bar <laughs> oh shit yep. yeah yeah uh and you grab hold of that uh lean out the window and throw that Molotov cocktail behind you it hits the road just in front of the monster um flames licking its body this thing's a little bit on fire now okay um it's keeping up its pace you can it's gotten close enough that you can see which of the like uh i don't know what to call them the 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 lips of the five lipped mouth you can see which ones have been blown off already um this is the same one um it's not the fire slowly catches more and more of it um i need one of you to pull a brick. I'm going to say, actually, two bricks, and you make your getaway. Maybe one of us to pull for driving, and the other one to pull for another cocktail or shooting it with the shotgun? Yep! I wish we had that pistol, but it's still in the car. Mm-hmm. That pistol, player gun. The truck. I think the oh, pistol yeah. is out of bullets, too. Uh, yeah, I think you yeah, emptied you, it you, into you, the you, thing. Uh, I yeah. emptied it and then did the thing. So you are pulling your brick now, I think, maybe to represent driving and getting well, us out of The best part is it's it's two bricks. It's not one brick each. It's just two bricks. Yeah. You, oh, you, I thought we could both pull You, you could each take yeah. a turn if you want, but if one of you wants to pull two... Your call. Well, let me see how this goes first. Five spots where it's at one brick. All right, oh Manny, has, right in the Manny has removed another brick. Uh, we need one more pull, and I'll allow your getaway. 
Uh, the driving is going well. You are maintaining course. You're accelerating. I th- mm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I keep thinking of that one, but it's so tense in there. Stroking <laughs> the brick out of its spot. I've never seen a Jenga tower get fondled before. <laughs> uh, you haven't? Not like that. No, well, <laughs> oh, wow. holy shit. Good work. Incredible. Excellent. So, um, what would you like those each of those bricks to represent? Driving was one of them, obviously. What was the other one for? Yeah. Because I think Ooh. I think you guys... So, I, like I said, you guys make your getaway. Um, what do you do to get far enough away that this thing stops chasing you? Because I think that's what hap- what what happens. I don't think you're able to necessarily kill it, but you might be able to distract it. You might be able to like uh, lose it, shake it. Oh God! There's something I want to do, but if it doesn't work, it will be a supreme waste of the two blocks I just pulled. Well, you just did it though. Like you succeeded. <sighs> um. Yeah, so I have a wild theory. Lay it on us. Um, and I will gun it, and I'll turn to you and I say, uh, Jasper, take the wheel. Okay, okay. And I reach over. And as you reach over to take the wheel, I grab the box that we just pulled out of the, the lake, and I say, uh, up here at the intersection, you turn right. And as you whip the wheel right, I'm going to throw open the driver's side door and tuck and roll with the box <gasps> and run left to see which one of us it chases. <gasps> oh, okay. my God. I'm here for it. Uh, so it might be an escape only for one of us. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you have the evidence. Yeah. That's why I was like, if it doesn't work. We're- you have one piece of evidence. You yeah. have the other. All the samples and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, oh my I, god, yeah, we both have like crucial evidence and we're I ha- in different I directions. I love that Tim gave you the win and you threw <laughs> it away. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I have to go with what what I've written down. Mm-hmm. It chases the car. Okay. Okay. But I think that it, like, I mean, I assume you still get away. Our and getaway I'm, still applies. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So. I, I, I'll narrate. Yeah. Um. So you tuck and roll with some evidence and i'll, I'll say that the car that the, the you came the road curves a little bit this is the intersection that goes south that you were coming down a previously south going road that that is now briefly going east mm-hmm. um, there's another road that now goes north again um well you, i just assumed it like whoa yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is a kind of weedy road but you have the car turn up a north road you start running south mm-hmm the car is going north. Um, and you start running down the road. You look behind you, expecting this plant-covered, multi-legged monstrosity to chase you. Mm-hmm. Expecting mm-hmm. a heroic sacrifice moment, not unlike uh, your buddy, Stanley. And it keeps chasing the car. You Son st- of a bitch! You, you, you sort of like stop running for a second and you're like, what do, what do I do? What do I do? Um, when you look up ahead and you see uh, 
a Jasper also tucking and bailing out of the car. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you don't mind. So I spun the wheel. You bailed out. I keep going. I uh-huh. realize that I'm being chased, and yes. I decide to just bail out of the car. Uh, I'm thinking what happens is you take um, one of the liquor bottles, you take the bottle of Jack Daniels, and you jam it under the under the dashboard onto the gas pedal, pinning it to the floor. Mm-hmm. The uh, Toyota Camry mm-hmm. uh, screams in protest. This yeah. car is not meant to do this. Right. <laughs> uh, you grab your attache case and you bail out of the car. You hit the road. You roll. The plants are surprisingly soft to land on. And you slide into a tree. It knocks the wind out of you. And you look You look, and you watch this monster continue to chase the car. Mm. The car hits a tree maybe a quarter mile up the road. The monster starts devouring the car, tearing it apart, and then slowly turns around and walks back towards you. I'm not there anymore. I have gotten up and run Um, back toward... You're trying to breathe. Oh, no. You're still on the ground. Oh, no. You're you're trying to get your breath. You try to get up. uh, Being knocked across the road did a lot more damage than you thought yeah i mean it walks past you it turns back up the road and continues back towards town i just hold my breath and watch what the fuck was that i'm what so glad you're fuck? alive uh, you two like meet up the <laughs> moment. um is there like a is there like an ANPC like station here or they, they, office building or own outpost? The, they own the local power plant. Okay. Where's the power plant in relationship to the town? Um, it is north if we put if we north, turn this up. Northeast, yeah. Okay, opposite direction from the pond and where we're going. About, yeah. So I'm going to uh, kind of wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pair of you limp down to the nearest town. There is uh, police officers, as well as several other people who lived in the closer area, but not directly in town. Yeah. And they they see the state you're in and give you blankets, give you food, give you water, hot coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, you do research on the object that you have. Um, this is uh, you you go through you do a little espionage, you read up in your own company about what this was and you find out exactly what this was. The, uh, the dangerous spills that caused the, um, the troubles in, uh, go blue have a a record of being attempted to be cleaned, Mm. um, by, uh, ANPC. This was the latest attempt to clean up the dangerous spills. They developed a, um, a bacteria that could eat and absorb, um, like toxic chemicals. Mm. This particular one, I would say is a bit too strong. (laughs) It's like an aquarium sucker gone totally wrong. Uh Uh-huh. And that is where we're going to end. Thanks for playing. Wow.
So uh, to open behind my screen, if you wanted to, to get some cool facts of what I did, uh, the monster was blind. Okay. Um, I was. I gathered. I thought maybe it was maybe really stupid, but it's uh-huh. actually just blind. It's blind. Um, it chased all the loud noises only. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the plant people were people. Just people. So I blew someone's over. leg off. That's great. Love uh, that. But they were dead. Um, at this okay. Point. Um, essentially, what this was was a. It, it was trying to kill and gather every possible toxin in the town right including human beings including human beings <laughs> why were we unaffected good because you hadn't drank enough of the water oh that oh, oh. so it wasn't the water what mm. about stanley though stanley was local and lived in town uh-huh I he only drinks county. mountain dew <laughs> yeah he, he he's always over the road trucker yeah. he's often not at home drinking from the local water supply yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god that, okay. was, that was my monster. Very clever. I hope you all had a good time. Very clever. I did have a good time. I, I felt bad that <laughs> we kept not knocking over the tower. I'll, I'll say this again, Tim. I uh-huh. fucking hate you. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank think you. that was, I, I loved your, your ideas around this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would go. definitely watch it as a movie uh-huh. or as like an episode of a Monster of the Week show. Mm-hmm. Like your, sure. your heroic dramatic sacrifice moment. That fucking slaps. The two of us like both making sacrifice plays <laughs> and then like limping down the highway together. Like mm-hmm. bleeding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I was hoping to give you guys more one-on-one with the monster in a way that you were quiet enough to not have it notice you. But I, but the only opportunity was briefly at the bar, and you guys just fucking left. So uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't give you an opportunity. Well, we to did see that it was wait blind. for it to go past. True, true, true. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to get into the review then right away? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, let's Sweet. do it while it's fresh. All right, yeah. so we're gonna start off with our review. Um, so we're going around. The on the table uh likes and dislikes do you want to start with matt i again tim i fucking hate you um <laughs> likes about this game uh it nails the theme uh jenga plus horror was not something i ever thought would go together mm. it works too damn well yeah peanut butter and jelly and i hate it yep <laughs> that is enough said <laughs> mm. it's um yeah, it's tough to separate what did I like about the game versus uh-huh. what do I always love about your jamming, Tim? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think separating out from the custom story that you created for us and thinking more explicitly about the system, I love, love, love that tension between mm-hmm. the Jenga Tower and the rising dramatic tension of that horror scene every move feels like trying to defuse a bomb yeah and it should and i think that that really resonates and i think the possible outcomes are actually really tight i mean there's no more than maybe five or six things that could happen you know you succeed you fail a few different ways to die but with some interesting ramifications Mm -hmm. um there's yeah there's only four ways there's four outcomes well you could succeed you could fail, you could die, you could well, if also you die. Knock, if you knock over the top, if you knock yeah. over the tower on purpose, you die fantastically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- th- if you all... knock over the tower by pulling by trying to pull a brick, then you, you just, just die. die. Yeah. You can refuse to pull a brick and you fail the task. Yeah. Right. So there's four so su- success, outcomes. fail, die. Mm-hmm. Success, fail, die. 
die awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's really tight and concise. Um, honestly, the only thing I don't like about the game is something I don't like about Jenga, which uh-huh. is that this is not an accessible game. True. Um, you have to be a person with, you know, hands that can engage the tower and, and fine motor skills enough to engage the blocks and not shaky, not off balance. It's a, it's a, a game for able-bodied people. Yeah. At some point you need to be able to stand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, and it, I, I don't think that's anything to do with dread as a, as a, uh-huh. as a micro RPG. There, there, I there think it's everything to do with Jenga. mechanics in dread for what it's worth. That lets you replace the Jenga tower with dice. Mm. So there is a, it's, that's a cool. it's a rolling pool. I, I, I haven't ever read through this section well because I'm so obsessed with the Jenga tower. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a rolling pool that you're like slowly whittling down. Okay. Potential options. If I remember correctly. In that um, case, you know, I, I'd say if that's true, then we give dread a pass. On, yep. on that front mm-hmm. but it, it's just a thing that mm-hmm. that's on my mind yeah. yeah um things i liked i actually loved the questionnaire at the beginning yes um i felt like that put me right into uh who this person was and like what yes. my relationship uh to the other people are um so love the character creation aspect of it um uh, echoing everything, I think the the suspense is there, the tension is there. It's hard to say what I disliked about it because I think I agree with you, Max, about like the things I dislike about this game are things I dislike about Jenga. <laughs> um, one of them is uh, I'm really good at Jenga, so this game mm. can go on a very long. And there were, uh, it's unfortunate that you guys can't see the tower, but it, at points it was like one block on one block on one block yeah. split between two blocks so max did i see that right you took a picture earlier yeah I we did. should we we're should... gonna post that to discord we'll when post this, some pictures yeah. yeah uh yeah. so um i'm wondering if maybe that's uh, maybe i'll save that for the later part but um if you have people who are good at jenga this game can go on a very long time yeah yeah um yep. yeah and i would say if you have more people mm-hmm. it could go on a very long because we played what three and a half hours give or take mm-hmm. um and with just the three of us and only one of us died yeah <laughs> and we had to end it yeah um so i think that's the thing mm-hmm. two hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i forgot we broke yep. yeah yeah we did a pause for food we also did a pause for my darling cat screen mm-hmm. well and like I, so i kind of liked the the extra like tension of having a cat roaming around and being like <laughs> no ah, shit, ah, ah, ah. i was visualizing her just like jumping up jumping on the table. what happens yeah. that i think that, you know, okay. every good game of dread i've played has had my cats involved so <laughs> okay i have to po- i have to get this uh-huh. this rolling tim what were your likes and dislikes about oh if you yeah, were, yeah if you were yeah um, that i yeah. was done yeah um i i think my favorite thing about jenga is the Sorry, not Jenga. My favorite thing about Dread is the Jenga Tower in the center of the table being a constant reminder that you can die. Yeah. I think that is such a very powerful visual metaphor. There's there's no other game like this that has... Like, that's part of why miniatures are fun in games mm-hmm. like D&D, is you get to look at the table and go, oh, yes, I'm in this fantasy world. In this game, you go, oh, yeah, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, 
every time I have to do a thing, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, that, 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 that's such a powerful uh, tension builder that you just can't fucking top it. Um, my biggest dislike is as a GM, um, creating scenarios is tricky. This mm-hmm. is a tricky game to create a scenario, and luckily, it, it, it like it's got a, a sort of like you know, uh, it, it's easier to like it's easy to create tension in this game. It's it's like no sweat at all. The game just does it. As far as writing a scenario, I've got three pages of notes. Um, this game has three uh pre-made adventures and i've tried running them running one of them before and it was a struggle mm. um so my big my biggest complaint about this game is even though the book is all gm help it is a tricky game to run without practice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i can imagine it's tough when you know it if you're GMing a, a maybe more traditional TTRPG, you can just create scenarios that avoid death, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you want the scenario to go a certain way or for your heroes to survive until the next chapter or something like yeah. that, you just make that happen. With this, any one of us, including all three of us, could die at any time. Yeah. So how do you craft the narrative in a way that allows us to succeed without railroading us too much? And the other thing is how do you craft, craft a narrative that lets your players die at any moment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I... Every time you guys are, every time I ask you to pull a brick in whatever scenario is, I have to be running through my head of if they fall now, how do I kill them? Right. Mm-hmm. Every single time you pull, I'm like going, rolling through the Rolodex of like, how are they going to die this time? They I was trip like, on their feet and throw the Molotov cocktail yeah, yeah, in their own face. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's options for like, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. But I was yeah. like, how do I get my monsters to kill them? Yeah. And like, because I want the monster death to be worth it. Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, like, Matt, you gave me that in spades. I think that was like a very cool death. That is part of why I knocked it over, but uh-huh. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's my, my likes, dislikes. Is it's kind of tricky to run, and I fucking love this game. <laughs> uh, so the next question is, open, what was this game trying to do? What would you change? Uh, for me, the ga- it, what this game's trying to do is obvious. It's tension builder the game. Yeah. Like, this game runs tension. Um there, there's a list of uh, different kinds of dread games it's, it suggests you can run in the book, and they're all sort of based on um, like horror themes, but also like just tense themes. Like you can you can run a deathless game if you run it to be a kind of like uh, um, what's what's that kind of movie? Where the, the where it's just really tense the whole time. Thriller. A thriller. A thriller. thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can run this as a thriller game. Mm-hmm. I I love the idea that I think I think I would actually because I've again this is a game I've never read the rules for. Mm. Um, it was pitched to me as, hey, we're gonna play a horror game and Jenga's the mechanic. And I went, I'm in, and then immediately after that, I went, I'm out. <laughs> um, so this is game the second time I've ever, I've ever played it. Um, I think I would actually like to read through the dice mechanics. I think I would really appreciate the like dwindling dice pool as a tension builder. Yeah, I, that that's something I've definitely seen before. I'm looking through the book now, and I can't currently find it. That might be a fan made thing. I'll I'll uh, post in our Discord what I find mm-hmm. if this is purely a uh, Jenga game or not. Yeah, the thing is with it. With oh wait, no. Alternatives to Tower. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to read through that. I think I would actually prefer that as a tension builder. Interesting. Um, hmm. I like the 
I like to like, let's strategize about this. It feels like we have a chance mm. with Jenga. I am, I am very jittery and shaky. Yeah, me too. Um, so I know that if the tower falls, it's going to be, it's likely going to be me who knocks it over. Yeah. Um, the one time that I have fantastically succeeded at Jenga was the first time I played Dread. Mm. And we got to the end. None of us had died and we're freaking out. We're getting away from the monster. We're on the run. It was a world record setting fucking tower build. It was nuts. And Tim looks at me and goes, okay, if you pull, if you pull two bricks, you get away. If you pull, what was it? Four or five total. It was a lot. It was way yeah. more than necessary. It was way more than necessary. I was trying to kill y'all. I, want, yeah. I wanted to yeah. I had such a cool monster. You, yeah. you, here's what you said. You, you said, okay, you pull two and you get away. Like that will yeah. be the end of the uh-huh. game. If you can pull X many more than that, I'll give you an epilogue. Oh, okay. Ooh. And I was like, this is, I got to try gotta it. Have this. Like we, we worked together. I was like, I want to try this epilogue. And we got it. I was like, this is amazing. And the final, the final frames of the epilogue were the monster flickering back into existence uh-huh. at my wedding. Ooh. And I was just like, Ugh. real fourteen oh eight shit. Oh my god! Like I was. I'll tell you all about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game is. Oh. Yeah. It with the Jenga tower specifically, it hits exactly what it was set out to do. I think yeah. I would prefer it with the dice with the dice rolls and the work the like talk things through. Yeah. The Jenga tower itself, the. The only reason I like it as a mechanic um, is due to the, know what, this is, this is my time. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. know that this is one of two games that I know that have that. There's Dread and what was it, Fate or something? Are, are you talking about the, uh, the Apocalypse? apocalypse? Oh, that is the, um, the Ragnarok setting of End of the World. Mm. That one, where you, have, where you say, this is my word, this is my moment. You have your character has max stats. They auto succeed on ever and auto crit on everything, and they die at the end of that scene. Yeah, it's that was that moment is really powerful when you can harness it correctly as a character. Yeah, being able to pull the Quint something was the name of the character in Jaws, mm-hmm. and being able to pull that moment here. Yeah. Uh-huh. was what I was looking for. Cool. Like it was it was the right feel, it was the right moment. It's like I know we're only about 40 minutes into the horror movie at this mm-hmm. point. Like if that mm-hmm. because you got to have that build up on screen. So were this a movie, we we would have had the build up of we meet each other, we have that friction, we're mm-hmm. in town, we meet a couple of people and then everything starts to go haywire. Yeah. So the moment where it's like, we got this, we got this, oh, we got this, that sacrifice is the thing where that's that's what sets the audience it's on like, it. Oh, shit, we've got stakes now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is real, and people uh-huh. can die yep. at any time. Uh, and then we got the what you would change section. I've only got one. Anyone got a thing they would want to change about this? I do, sort of. Sure. So... Obviously, I love everything that Dread is trying to do, right? It's horror game, horror movie, mm-hmm. the game. And <laughs> I think the Jenga Tower works beautifully for that. I think the threat of death being imminent is really good and powerful. And that yeah. death being real. 
I don't like that it knocks out a player I, that, that's exactly what I was that say. fast. And I, I don't mean to minimize like your deliberate action to make that occur because I do think that was really cool and powerful. But I'm thinking about at any other table with another group, another time that could have happened totally by accident, right? Like somebody might be trying to do something. And especially if the choice that they initially are reaching for might be relatively minor and it may not initially appear that it could be a killable <laughs> failure yeah like to then die and then actually fully be out of the game seems like a lot but that's often in the game's defense that's often my critique with micro rpgs because i Mm -hmm. think it does lend itself to that yeah there's a lot of games where like you get knocked out of the game and then you still have to sit and watch your friends play a game without you and that's not really fun yeah so i totally that's something i would i would change but that's just i mean again that might be personal preference yeah I honestly enjoyed being able to be a commentator. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think you do, and like I think you did in this game. Yeah. but I don't know that everyone would. Yeah, I, I honestly think I'm. Yeah, I think this is one where we're coming down exactly on opposite sides of the coin on this. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So I have something that I don't necessarily know that I would change so much as like. I guess this would be, like, Manny's house rule for playing Dread, uh-huh. or if, like, I were GMing this, um, is I would kind of make a GMless game, uh, and similar to the way we did with 2012, 2012 yeah, um, yeah, is just like, okay, I'm going to set up a problem for you, Max, to solve, and that has the potential to kill you mm. pull a brick and see if you survive. And then you do it to Matt or you could switch it off I, or something yeah. like that. That's how I do travel stuff in D and D is yeah. like, I encourage the party to like come up with the challenge that the next person has to solve. And I think that's, that would yeah. be fun for this. So I think that's how I would run it. Um, what I actually, one of the things I like about this game um, and again, this is maybe how I would run it uh, at my table, but I'm having this idea of, like, how do you maintain that tension when death isn't the imminent threat? Mm. Uh, And so I would like to try to play a game of Dread where, like, you don't die, but uh, something else. else. Uh, My idea was, like, it's Thanksgiving dinner, and you all have a secret. Let me roll you into the wonderful world of Starcrossed. Oh yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it is a two-player game mm-hmm. where a, where your characters are secretly in love with each other but can't admit it. Yeah, yeah. And whoever knocks over the tower uh, makes the first move. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I was also yeah. thinking about like um, like a James Bond style casino okay. scene where like mm-hmm. if you imagine the whole table is sitting around and you're all like secret agents and you're playing poker. Uh huh. And then the oh, Jenga yeah. tower is like your hands. And, like, the plays that you're making in the game. And, like, you're trying to, like, get an intrigue on other people while also, like, you not getting, the... you know, bedded out of the game. You knock over the tower and you reveal your secret. Yeah, or yeah. you accidentally yeah, show that's your what I'm hand saying. to yeah. your other players or whatever, you know. Or you get kicked out of the casino for cheating, you know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, part of what makes the build the Jenga tower up and then keep going, like, I really fudged up that start. Uh, the uh, part of what keeps the Jenga tower and the permanent threat of death, mm. like the permanent, what's the word? Repercussion. 
mm-hmm. viable is the fact that a player can choose can choose to knock it over yeah. for an mm-hmm. almost reward. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, there's, I feel like I don't, I almost don't have the option to say what I would change about this game or like even get into the argument because I hate the game so much. <laughs> but that's a person, to be clear for our listeners, this is a personal, a personal preference mm-hmm. Matt is commenting on, like, not that the game is worthy of being hated. Here, no, here's a question, is, Matt, would you, would you run this? No. Really? Okay. Um, Because you, uh, you've you've done other horror things with me at, at the table. Yeah. And you were great at it. And this is just like, it's just an easy horror game. It's an easy horror game. I don't tell easy horror stories. Okay. Um, if I'm telling an actual like horror story, I need the long campaign set up for it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a huge fan of the Chronicles of Darkness world building setup. It's... I thought you were going to say the Chronicles of Narnia, and I was like, "You That's... misunderstood that series." <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. Mister Thomas is kind of threatening. Hey, Mister Thomas could get it, yo. But like so, so things the... that happened to Eustace, though, dude. The, those books were nuts. Um, mm-hmm. sure. You're not wrong. So but... yeah, like like to kind of help me understand what you're saying, like the fact that this is kind of in a easily downable like shot glass of a game is maybe is that what's throwing you off like it's too contained i don't when i tell horror stories i tell long-reaching horror stories Mm. i'm not i'm good at setting up uh tension and suspense for a single session like in three hours i can start i can start to build things it's what happened with breaking rank Mm-hmm. Um, I can start setting this up and we can get going and I can set the tactical environment. I can set the, the other things I can set up comedy. I can't set up horror. I cannot something in my own brain. I can't bring that to the fore mm-hmm. in a single session. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and I think it's the same reason. Like when I watch horror movies, putting that in very major air quotes, yeah, I will watch like the, up to the to the mid 80s maybe early 90s uh for what folks know as horror these days the gorier the movie if it's cartoonishly gory then mm-hmm. i've got next to no problem with it we were uh-huh. talking about re- repo mm-hmm. um but with the advent of of saw the hostile series oh yeah and that entire no, sequence from the mid 2000s yeah. I cannot t- I cannot handle those movies. Mm. This is a bit of tangent uh, of a tangent, but I think it's valid both in what you're talking about and this specific game. Horror as a genre relies on tension, but mm. an important part of building tension is releasing tension. Uh-huh. That's why in Friday the 13th you have so many deaths. Um, so like you see Jason stalking the camp counselors, you see them killed. That's your build of tension, release of tension, yeah. and you go back to the normal and mm-hmm. then rinse and repeat ad nauseum. So I say that to say, going back to movies like you said, Saw, Hostel, all those torture pornies, more modern, like gory horror movies, they don't release the tension. Mm. They just keep building it and building it and building it and building it. And you've been watching this 
movie uh, sitting on needles for 90 minutes without a significant release of tension until the credits roll, which is not a satisfying release of tension. So it doesn't allow your body to regulate itself. And I think that's actually what this game does as well, because there's no release of the tension until there's a big, scary, loud noise. Mm. And so it doesn't let you regulate until... One, someone's dead and we're now starting over again. Well, I mean, that's yeah, the exact that's same thing that you point. said about slasher flicks, though. Hmm? So you, you, you're saying that the tension release happens often in a slasher film. Yeah. Whenever someone dies. Well, the tension gets released in this game whenever someone dies. Well, yes, that, but that's what I'm saying is like, uh, sorry, you, let, me go, back, let me go back. Let me go back. It doesn't happen enough. What you're saying yes. is you need worse Jenga players. It, it, exactly. <laughs> yes. And that is, I think, like, so my big complaint about the game and like, I think uh, it is that the possibility of it going on too long. Yes. Um, and like, the, you don't get that release of tension because like, we didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, there was like a couple times where I was like, this tower has to fall. This tower has to fall. And no one wants to, in Jenga, no one wants to succeed is yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Like no one wants like another block to be p- placed on top. Uh-huh. Everyone is like, this tower has to fall so we can all go home mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen. And it keeps not happening and it keeps not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's, I think it, it makes sense that you have issues with this t- style of yeah, play, Matt, because that like, resonates totally yeah. because like your e- bodily equilibrium is off kilter and it doesn't get a sense to regulate before you're getting another shot of adrenaline. So, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> what we're well, saying is, oh, I think the change, take more bricks out first. There you go. Make May- the tower smaller to start with. Encourage yeah. more. Let people, let people die sooner. <laughs> that, just, right. that literally just sets me off at the very beginning. I'm just, I'm skipping straight to table or shelf. Yeah, I, I yeah ask, we got to get uh, there. Uh, I shelve it. It's nope. I shelve it. Table it 100%. I'll table it with some caveats. Um, I would like to run this game because I mm. might be too good of a Jenga player to play I'd love this to game. run it. I'd love yeah, to run it too. Exactly. Yeah, I, I love running this game uh, more than almost any other role playing game. Uh, I've never played it, not intentionally. I just can't get a crew. But yeah, this is a hardcore table to me. Matt, I want to thank you on a personal level for being willing to play this game again. Yes, I thank know. you, Matt. Especially you, knowing you didn't like it. You told I didn't me realize that you how much you didn't like it. You told mm-hmm. me you weren't going to play it again. And I, we were talking about doing Halloween games. And and uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to run Dread. And Matt was like, run it. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I remember I being at that. Uh, yeah. It's I worth it for the story. That. I I think y'all told a great story. Yeah, I will job. say I did not knock over the tower because I don't like the game. I knocked over the tower because it was the right move in the moment. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, it was very good. All right. Well, uh, I think we need to do our end credit stuff. Um, any any per- particular plugs? Join our Discord. Yeah, join the Discord. Discord now, yeah, yeah join the Discord. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook group, YouTube. And our Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Happy um, spooky season. Happy y'all. spooky season. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, our th- our our uh, theme this episode is chill, vibrant jazz theme by Danny Dory, and we'll see you next time. Nice. Bye. 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 Bye.